I'm delighted to bring you as a very special guest this episode. Bit of a Manchester legend. So uh, yeah, Lenny, if you don't mind introducing yourself. I'm uh, Lenny. Um, I've got a couple of businesses in Ancoats. So I've um, got Northern Lights Agencies, which is a clothing wholesale business. And then also got um, Northern Lights Home, which is a plant store in Ancoats. But we also starting to do wine. We do lifestyle, do flowers, do plants, and just in the process of turning it into more of a serious wine shop as well. Mm. They can also buy plants and lifestyles in as well. So yes, that's my back background. Background's clothing, but I always kind of like uh, jump from different things because that's what I'm like. And if you don't mind me asking, like what, what got you to Manchester in the first place? Because like yeah. clearly the two of us don't sound like we're no, from Manchester. No, 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 right. Um, right so what got you here in the first place? Yeah, so what got me, because I used to be the buyer for size. Mm -hmm. So I used to buy, I used to buy footwear for size and my business partner was the, one of the main buyers for JD Sports. Mm -hmm. So I used to travel up from Brum. I was originally born in London, brought up in Brum. Mm -hmm. And I used to travel up from, from Brum three or four times a week to go to the office. So it just kind of made sense because most of the business that we were doing was either in Manchester or London. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah. So that's one of the main reasons that kind of got me here. And then when my business partner passed, I kind of fully moved up because the biz my business was here, Northern Lights Saints is here. The shops here just made sense. It was just like back and forth, back and forth. It's not like a ten-minute journey on that MC. No, it's, it's not. It's, it's not. It's, it's it's a long thing. How long so, have you been here? Yeah, so I've been in been in this. Uh, I've started the business since two thousand and four. I've been in these showrooms probably about seven seven or eight years. I've been in Manchester about 20 years. Wow. Nearly 20 years. So you've seen Manchester oh, yeah. really become the beast that oh, it yeah. is now. Yeah, like. dude, I used to DJ in Sankey's. You could, a taxi wouldn't pick you up here. You had to <laughs> walk from here to the Northern Quarter. Fuck. It was that moody. <laughs> Ancoats was moody. You could <laughs> not walk round here. It was rough, it was I rough. heard. Yeah, really rough. And this pub, this used to be a, a pre-bar, two Sankey's. Was it? Is that what yeah, this was? Yeah, yeah, the cross keys. Wow. This is cross keys, so this used to be like almost like a, a stop back as well. So people would go there till four in the morning, and there'd be a knock on the door, you'd be able to come in and have a couple more drinks. Oh, a little yeah, so situation. Yeah, yeah so yeah, it used to have like stopovers and stop backs at this pub. But also, this pub's got a massive history. There used to be drunken ball, you know, drunken fight. They'd be like, you know, the classic old pub there'd be someone singing and be oh get off and it'd be all that sort of stuff in this pub <laughs> but yeah so it's it's ironic that he's come over here and, and and play a couple of tunes over there and then this bar was literally like a a pre-bar for that like it's a moody pub that's beautiful though how yeah. you've now pretty much full circle yeah well. yeah yeah and now you have this office space yeah. in the bar yeah yeah i think that's sick like yeah. well the reason the reason behind the shop uh, first a little story about the shop mm. I've got an agency like a clothing agency called Northern Lights Agency one of my late business partners passed away or well, two of them passed away in a in really um, like an horrific car accident crash with a lorry sort of thing so the reason that I started the shop was to do something else that was wasn't fashion so it never had nothing to do with clothing mm -hmm. and obviously when you uh, one of the things that I really liked about doing something different was I really like the fact of selling plants because I love plants, I love flowers. I thought there's nothing in the area 
an opportunity came up to do that. Uh-huh. So uh, I took the opportunity and opened the plant store because it was different to the fashion side. But I'm not sure if you've had a chance to go into the plant, plant shop. It's a little bit different than your average plant store because uh-huh. you've got the green side where it's just full of green, obviously all the plants, all the flowers. And then you've got the white side, which is all the lifestyle stuff with like a huge wine rack. Um, but since opening that store, we've realized that we're selling wine, we're selling wine, uh, I mean, selling quite a bit of wine, but wanted to do something a little bit more more conscious and a little bit more serious. Mm-hmm. So um, this is why we're kind of doing like this weekend wine bar. You can still pop into the shop, mm-hmm. you can still buy plants, you can still buy flowers, but also can get a, a nice glass of wine with some olives and crisps and stuff, which mm. would be quite cool. I think it yeah, so. I think it's a really cool concept. Like, yeah. and it's like you just don't see stuff shops like that. Uh, no. Definitely not in Manchester. There's no shop like that in Manchester no. where it's a bit of a like you said. It's more of a lifestyle yeah. location than anything because you can pick up a bouquet of flowers for the missus or the mister. Yeah. You can get a nice plant for your garden or your yeah. greenhouse. Yeah. You can pick up a pair of slippers. Yeah. You can get some caps, garms. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're about to get some wine in the shop as well. Yeah. And I just think it's a really cool collaborative effort of things that you're interested yeah, in. Yeah, fusing it. it all together. I think it's the, the, the reason, the, one of the reasons why, why I feel that I can do that is because the people that come into the shop, they don't just come in just to buy flowers or they don't come in just to buy plants you've got people coming in just to buy wine mm. so it kind of makes sense that people can actually drink the wine you know rather than taking away the bottle mm. I'd rather the nice that they can obviously have a glass of wine and then they can sit and enjoy it rather than thinking I'll try that one this week or I'll try that one next week they can actually sit down in the shop and outside the store and uh, have a glass of wine in a really nice green environment, which I think would be really cool. Yeah, and we're located in Ancoats at the moment in Manchester. So like for those of you who don't know Ancoats, it's probably one of the most thriving parts of Manchester right now. There's so much life yeah. and excitement and creativity in this area right now. Yeah. Various businesses are popping up left, right and center and nearly all of them are hitting the mark in terms of like business, yeah. Uh, success, yeah. reputation, yeah. you massively contribute to that in the first place with yeah. the flower shop. Yeah, yeah. So bringing wine on board is, uh, I think it's a really nice addition to, yeah. to the area. Well, we do events, we do events as well. So we do spoken word events as well in the shop. Mm. So we use the space, we, we, it's not like, a, I keep going back to saying it's not just a plant shop or a flower shop or a lodge, because we actually use the space. Mm-hmm. So we've had art exhibitions in there, We've had uh, record launches in there. We do spoken word in there. So, so it's kind of like we've let, you know, people have had little parties in there. They've had little schools doing a little like 12 year old party where they made their own bouquets. Mad. We do workshops in there. So we actually use the space properly. So for us, it's not, it's about the space. It's if you go in and look at the shop, you think everything's considered, everything in the shop is considered. Uh-huh. I think that's why it kind of now lends itself to People want a glass of wine. Why should they not be able to do that? For sure. And yeah. what like what is it about flowers and plants that like that do it for you? And yeah. Like you know, you touched on it briefly at yeah. the start, but well, like well, I think that the, the originally the reason I opened it, I wanted to do plants because plants, for me, well, they're living creatures, aren't they? If mm. you look after them, they're probably going to last a lot longer. If you don't look after them, 
you know, a lot of people overwater them or, or underwater them, but when you get to understand how they grow and what they do for you, you know, it, that's one of the reasons why I opened it. It was initially to be a plant store, but we, because of the, 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 the area and how young, the lot of young professionals, there's a lot of women who want flowers, hmm. you know, so that's when we started selling flowers and the flowers started kind of overtaking the plants. Because yeah. obviously when you buy a plant, you don't buy a plant every week. No. But you're buying flowers every week because, you know, the last seven days or two weeks or whatever that may be. So that's why the flowers then added. But originally we opened it as a plant store, mm -hmm. hoping to sell more plants. But it's now about 60, 40 flowers against plants nice. because people just want something pretty, don't they? Of course. Like in, yeah. And the and shop's reputation is, is doing really yeah, well. well I hope so. like yeah, I hope so. We're doing some stuff. We've just done some stuff with Sour House. We've done some stuff in some stuff with flannels. We're doing some stuff with um, Hugo Boss. We do some stuff with ends, so we do all yeah. the all the all the flowers. So when you go into ends, you go into the reception area, it's all our flowers. Same going on with Boss and kind of in negotiations now with flannels. And then like we did this uh, installation yesterday with Sour House, like for the dinner. So it was like a hundred people sitting down, and then we did all the tables all the candles, um, all the plants. So we kind of looking to go that way as well. We obviously do weddings and whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, it's doing, it's doing well, it's doing, it's doing well. We opened before the lockdown, so we didn't really have that much time to kind of rubber stamp that we was in Ancoats, because we opened two weeks before the lockdown. And wow. then we thought, oh shit, what are we gonna do here? So what we did do, what it did do, it kind of opened us up on social, uh -huh. because we was like, you know, we could literally sell flowers and plants from outside the shop because it's classed as a garden center. Oh, really? So everyone in the air, because we was allowed to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone in the area for their hour walk were literally just coming and supporting us. So it kind of helped us a little bit because people knew that, you, you know, walking around the area with for an hour, they'd walk past the shop and say, do you know what, we're going to support these guys. Like, And that's what so COVID, on the social. COVID brought that to light a lot yeah. as well. I feel like people decided to double down on support and independent yeah. local businesses and yeah. you know the landscape of manchester has completely changed because of it for for the for the for the benefit of course yeah. like but it's just yeah it's a thing of beauty really like yeah. that you were able to open the shop just prior to lockdown which killed many, many businesses shot, yeah yeah. Even to this day, fast forward three years later, yeah. and businesses are shutting down as a repercussion of COVID. That oh, was yeah, still three years back. ago. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's sick that like the the community decided to chip in yeah. and help towards yeah. your efforts. Like, and yeah. that is, uh, in my opinion, as someone who's not from Manchester, yeah. it's an honest reflection of Manchester. Yeah. Manchester yeah. is so community driven and focused. Like people buying together and yeah. look after each other when it's the local. time is needed. It is local. Everything you do, you, you do feel like it's local. You, you know, you, everyone that comes into it, well, not everyone, because there's still people finding the shop because there's me, new people moving in all the time. Mm. But most of the people, our regular customers, have been shopping with us from day one. So they come in all the time. It's like they buy flowers all the time because they know they're sharing it on their Instagrams all the time. You know, they kind of, we support them with, they support us. We're going to do this like subscription service as well, you know, where people can literally, people who are really for the regulars mm -hmm. who come in each week to say, do you know what, rather than you paying every week, just pay each month. We don't have to think about it. Come and buy, come and get two or three 
bouquets a week and then just play at the end of the month. Sort it's of a thing. lot more straightforward. It's a lot more it? straightforward. They ain't got to worry about it. You know they're going to have fresh flowers all the time. And so we're working on that as well now, doing like a subscription service. And also we're going to start posting full bouquets through the post. You know, a lot of places you, you get them and they're all flat, aren't they? Like post box mm -hmm. sort of bouquets. But we're going to start, we've got a delivery company who's going to literally deliver anywhere but a proper bouquet in a proper box. Uh -huh. So when you open it, it'll have like three bows. You just literally clip those, put it into the vase and nice. it's there. Tell me like, what's it like from your perspective as a black man yeah. working in Manchester yeah. and about to get your feet wet in the wine industry? Yeah. Like, do you have any reservations? No, what, do you know what? <coughs> do, do, do you know what? It's like, whatever I do, I, I, try, I try and do it the right way. So. I don't shout about who I am or what I am. I just try and do it in the right way. Mm. So if people want to come in the shop and shop with me, it's absolutely fine. But I don't shout, oh, Len, by the way, you know, it's a black owned business, it's this, this, this. I don't feel you have to do that. Because I, I feel that people will make their own decisions. I don't need to make people make the decisions for themselves. If they want to shop with that shop or shop with me or do whatever, to do it because it's right mm -hmm. or they feel like it's a good shop or they feel like the plants are good or they feel like the clothing's good or whatever that may be. I don't think it, I have to shout about who I am. I just quietly go about business quietly, quietly just get shit done by myself. I've got like few people around me that good people around me that I trust, that I ask for advice if I need advice. But generally, like I just, I just the thing is with, with me, especially now that my business partner's not here, I just I'm a little bit gone ho sometimes. I think, oh shit, oh, what am I doing here? Why have you got a cleaning company? You've got no cleaners. <laughs> it's, but I do it because I feel like at the time it's the right thing to do. Yeah. So it's done for the right reasons. Do you okay. know what I mean? Yeah. So, so for me, I haven't really had any anything like that because I don't really shout about who's behind the business. Mm. And like you said, it's not it's not really necessary. Like I mean. Me personally, how I brand yeah. Swill and stuff like that, I do mention that it's a black powered yeah. uh, social media yeah. platform or a yeah, yeah. natural wine news outlet. Yeah, yeah. Strictly because the wine industry is so whitewashed, yeah. Yeah. particularly with like white middle aged men. And yeah. like, by no means do I have a problem with white middle aged men. Like, half of my family is white yeah, like, yeah. You know, I grew up in Ireland yeah. a, a white Catholic country Yeah, that doesn't bother me too much but I just feel like I personally could make a change yeah. to the wine industry yeah, yeah. and add a touch of colour to it a yeah. little bit because it's it's very much so needed no I, I totally agree with that I think the thing the thing is with in my line of business especially the clothing side I think I don't think it makes much difference who you are or what you do because people buy the clothing because it's clothing. Yeah. The stores buy it because they think they can sell it. They're not bothered who's selling it to them. As long as they can make their margin, they're not bothered. I think with plants and, and flowers, I don't really, I don't work in the shop. Well, I do work in the shop when I've got a member of staff off or if I'm doing, I'm changing it up or, you know, doing some merchandising or whatever. Uh -huh. But I don't necessarily work in the shop. In the lockdown, I was at the shop all the time. So I think a lot of people kind of works out that I was the manager or the boss, if you like, or yeah. the owner. But I never drew, I didn't say that it was to people. Mm -hmm. I think people just assumed that it was me. And then, you know, there's various different people who said, oh, then can we do a little little article and see what you want to blob? And I did these articles just because I wanted to put the shop on the map, yeah. not because it was anything to do with me. It's yeah, just to make sure that the, the shop was on the map. And I feel you can, you can get carried away with who you are 
because you are who you are, aren't you? You know, at the, end, at the end of the day, you're only dancing with your own devil. You're only dancing with yourself, aren't you? Mm -hmm. You're only challenging yourself. You ain't got nothing else to prove. Well, I don't feel I've got anything to prove anyway. No, you're dead, but, right? Yeah, but I, I, I think, I think the my world in my in I've got so many different. My friends are. I've got Asian friends. I've got Indian friends. I've got you know, black friends. I've got white friends. I've got Chinese. He doesn't, you know. I that's how I see my world. My my world is multicultural. My, you know, the people that I, I run with are multicultural, but I, n I understand that you know that you can try and drive the business due to the, who you are, due to your colour and whatever. But sometimes that I think it backfires a little bit because you kind of put yourself in a bit of a category. You put yourself people in don't a bracket. Like that. Yeah, I think people don't like that anyway. Mm -hmm. I think it's reason for them not to. Because you're almost to. like you're almost separating yourself. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. You're trying to yeah, start stand out almost too much yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know yeah. Um, but that's again like I just said that that's the differences in industries as well isn't yeah. it like wine is just it's got such a classic image attached yeah. to it and it always has it's, it's even got a bit of an elite oh uh, yeah definitely uh, uh, image attached to it which is again why yeah. I wanted to get involved with wine and which is yeah. why I was buzzing when you asked me to get yeah. to help you yeah, get involved yeah. with wine because yeah. we need more people like yeah. you and I who are just like salt of the earth regular yeah. guys like yeah, yeah, no matter yeah. what colour we are yeah, yeah, yeah. it's more about the personality and the person yeah. and, and what you're bringing to the table yeah um, definitely and that's going to be high quality wine yeah so. and that's what it's about and that has to be the, the you know the end goal let the wine speak for itself. Mm. You know, the service, obviously the service is important. It's important that you know what you're talking about when you're selling someone a glass of wine or a bottle of wine. Get that. But the wine needs to speak for itself. And I'm pretty sure if we, get, if we nail that, well, we are going to nail that, mm. then people just follow. People will find us. And, uh, and that's what it's about. It's not about me shouting, saying, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. If the wine's shit, then people never come back again. Simple <coughs> as. Simple as that, innit? The service is shit, people are going to moan about it, probably not going to come back again. Mm -hmm. But if the service is good, in a quirky little spot that people wouldn't expect, I'm pretty sure that it should do all right. Yeah. Pretty I, sure. What, like, what, did, what was the wine shop and bar scene like when you came to Manchester? Like, oh, there's hardly anything, mate. Was there? Yeah, there's, there's hardly anything. Bar scene and stuff. When I first came to Manchester, it was literally pubs. Most people used to used to go drinking in pubs because uh -huh. it was like old man pubs and stuff yeah. back in the Dean's Gate or yeah. whatever that was like the cool thing you'd like drinking in an old pub for whatever <laughs> reason because no one wanted to associate themselves with like Dean's Gate locks or whatever so all the lads that I knew was just in pubs they didn't, weren't really in bars the Northern Quarter was just got rammed straight away it's Did like, it? yeah Northern Quarter's always been rammed it's almost like it was like an overflow People probably won't like to say it was like an overflow originally of like people in Deansgate, uh -huh. and just made it really busy. But it wasn't busy with the with the cooler people. Well, it was to be fair. It's like mon Monday to Thursday, you could probably go out and think this is nice. But then Friday, Saturday, you'd be like, oh my god, this is like Hoxton Square here, mate. But it's still like still like that. It's still like that yeah. now. Like even I mean. Yeah. I agree with you. I personally think that Northern Quarter is pretty cool, like, and especially for people who come out of town, yeah. like, they come to the Northern Quarter, they see all the bars and the lifestyle yeah. shops and what and eateries, etc. Yeah. And the outdoor seating now yeah. since COVID has happened and allowed yeah. that to be a thing. Yeah. And it's like it's very impressive on the eye, like, yeah. and it's it's heaving oh, a yeah. lot of the time. Yeah. 
But as someone who lives in Manchester going on five years now, I wouldn't see myself drinking nah. in Northern Quarter on a Friday or Saturday nah. night because it's just, it's a bit washed almost. Yeah. So you, and Which is reason being for Ancoats now, which is almost the next town yeah, yeah. over from Northern Quarter yeah. taken off so well as yeah, it yeah, has yeah. like. Yeah, and the thing is, it's like, I, like bar wise and stuff, and I understand the bars and the restaurants, they need that because they need to be able to survive. So they need the fact that whoever's coming in them bars, as long as they make taking some money, it's probably a good thing for them. Mm. Re whether it's the right crowd that they want in there, it's another story, but I understand why they need to do that. But from a personal point of view, I wouldn't be knocking around in, a, in the Northern Quarter anymore. No. I mean, I go to Matt and Fred's because I just want to go in there, it's like jazz, so let's go in there and like the beach. That's a it? sick actual it's spot, a sick though, spot like that you, you, you can get in, there's no issue, you mm. always can get in there. There's always some live bands or jazz bands or whatever on. The pizza's not great, but you just sit there and you appreciate the pizza because someone's made it. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, you know what you're getting. You're gonna get a good. You're gonna get a good night, like so, definitely. Yeah. And it, it still does have a couple of little low key gems, oh, like you said. Matt and Fred. You've got yeah. a up shop down the end of one of the streets. You've got yeah. Rustica, which is an absolute institution. Oh, yeah. You got Hoblins. You got. You got the, the. You know the days. There's some good stuff. You know you've got. You know you got Ramona. You got the Firehouse. Well, I wouldn't really class them as a Northern Quarter. They're yeah. a little bit Swan outside. Street. Yeah, then, they're outside. Like, yeah, they're they're outside. So. I wouldn't class them as that. And they're, you know, you've got Mackie Mayer, you've got, there's good spots. Don't get me wrong, Manchester's got some really cool spots. But from a personal view, I'd rather have something a less, a little bit less we can enjoy. Mm. It's a little, you know what I mean? It's not just about banging tunes. It's about being able to sit there with your friends, whoever that you're talking to, and you can have a conversation. It's about the environment. Yeah, isn't it? Like rather than someone, someone like on the back of your chair, because you're so rammed. You know, someone's like leaning on the back of your chair. Breathing like, down your neck. You're like much, you know what I mean? It's like, you're on my back of my chair. They're like, oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's like, but, but they think it's a normal thing to do. Yeah, they yeah. I think it's okay. It's yeah. like, it's not okay, mate. It's but not. Um, it's not okay. But yeah, so one of the reasons, like, going back to how did I find it, I was like, literally, most of the time with my business partner, we were doing a lot of appointments up here. Mm. didn't really have that much time to go out because we were so busy and then appointments in London buying trainers and stuff um, but yeah and then we decided to set up an agency after a bit because the agents at the time because I couldn't tell you this so so but you get a budget so JD Sports who owns size would give you a budget every every season to say or every year and say this is what you've got to spend on trainers and you'll have a budget to spend on you know your 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 night track suits or your Fred Perry's or whatever. He'd buy, probably buy a lot more and Adidas track suits and stuff. And um, at the time, you'd be buying a lot of the brands from agents. Mm -hmm. So you'd be in London or here, you'd be buying agents. And the reason why we kind of wanted to set up an agency was because the agents at the time only used to work six months of the year, and then the rest of the time they'd be in Thailand or something. I'd be like. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, these guys have got it sorted. Not a bad life, that. Six months of the year, and they're like, wow, we, we should be doing something like this, like <laughs> running around like headless chickens. <laughs> and yeah, and I'm thinking, shit, what, what, you know, these guys are like living a proper life, like proper lifestyle. And um, when we set up the agency, we just thought, coming from these big jobs, we'd go straight into like, you know, people would be coming to see us and all these brands being knocking on the door. It was tough, mate. Mm. Yeah, after two, yeah, job. because. 
it's different when you're working for a corporate company because they know you got x amount of money to spend but then the same people that you're trying to get in to spend money with you like ah oh, can't really can't see to know or i've only got a grand or i've only got a oh, bloody hell we spent 50 grand with you last week or last year we spent a million quid with you or whatever it was different mm -hmm. but kind of showed us that we have to you have to work to get you have to work to get your money yeah and and even like and here we are fast forward like x amount of years later and you've made a very impressive business out of it yeah a great life well, out of it yeah and, well, i'm know. trying you know it's hard dude you know I'm, I'm like saying you know i'm a bit of a maverick um i call myself a maverick i wouldn't say i'm an entrepreneur like people oh, you're an entrepreneur for an entrepreneur it's not in my back pocket and that's a fact <laughs> so you know i like doing stuff so i like creating i do like creating stuff you know it's not just about people saying oh, i'm a creative I do create because I do stuff. Yeah. I actually do do it, you know. And I've always had this thing about me about doing that. I've, similar to my parents, my mom was the same. My mom worked most of her life. My dad worked. My dad still works now. Seventy-eight, painting, decorating. Right. Works five days. He works five days a week. He walks eight miles a day. He's the fittest <laughs> bloke you'll see, mate. Jesus, unbelievable. Wow. He's got a van, but he don't use it. Uh. Won't his mate pick him up? <laughs> uh, but he walks. He's fit, fit guy. You know, but his work ethics is that he works everything you got. You got to work for it, and that's what that's kind of what I've got instilled in me. I don't I don't expect people to give me stuff because no one ever has. No. Everything I've got, I have to work for. You got to go out and get you go it. And like get work for it, and that's the best way that you all and you, you can only do. It. There's only certain people that got given that. Oh, there you go, son. You mm. got four ounces there, mate. Go and do what you like. But you yeah, do you know what I mean? Who are gifted and get lucky enough to get that from their parents i didn't get any of that i have to work for everything that i've got and i'm still working now because it's not you know everybody knows you know this cost of living so all the bills are doubled you know staff wages have gone up everything so yeah i'm working double hard mm. to just try and get yourself on a level if i want to get myself on a level so i can step away and just think you know what all these are working now they can just run themselves like i can take a little step back I don't think you're too far off it to be honest mm -hmm. with you but on I that note if you've got any shops or business programs that you want to shout out to the people on the podcast yeah, that follow yeah. and subscribe and yeah. give, us, give yourself a little shout out yeah, there, yeah, like yeah. give us a name yeah, of your well, so yeah so the business is so Northern Lights Agency that's that's my agency so it's a wholesale business um, Northern Lights Home which is a plant store which is in Ancoats obviously uh, Bifa Basics is my brand and I've got a drop called uh, Bonjour Madame which is dropping on Friday but it's a different part of the collection it's like the cooler part of the collection mm -hmm. the t-shirts are hard yeah, yeah, the t-shirts are hard man I'm not going to lie yeah yeah <laughs> and, then, um, and then you know obviously I've got a, I just started this cleaning company called Premier Cleaners which is one of the reasons why I set that up was because I couldn't get a cleaner for love the money to clean the office really so um yeah so that's it really and then obviously next next week will be the first weekend that we're gonna trial the wine in the shop so mm -hmm. it'll be friday and saturday so friday or saturday you can come in from 10 o'clock and get a glass of wine and then 10 o'clock in the morning to 10 o'clock at night free olives free chris you can sit inside in a nice environment or sit outside hopefully with the sunshine and just chill have some drinks nice and easy love it some natural wines as well love it selected by my man himself you know yourself <laughs> well i think that's enough to wrap it up today yeah. uh, as always thanks for listening thanks for subscribing thank you for the support 
to the brand. Uh, like, subscribe, follow, share, you know, all that jazz. And stay tuned for the next episode.